full of amazing stories, and the purpose of this podcast is to collect those stories from the people that live them. Where We Landed is a podcast that recognizes our whole story told by the individuals that live and love this small Indiana county. is supported today by Marion Design Co., a social design studio whose mission is to create sustainable design solutions to magnify the powerful stories behind organizations, businesses, and individuals. We believe good design should be accessible to everyone. Our clients include Marion Health, Mississinawa Schools, Princeton University, the City of Marion, and more. With a combined 46 years of professional design experience, collaboration is critical to our empathic design solutions through graphic design, interior design, placemaking design, and design thinking. Whether it's branding, marketing, space planning, commercial or residential interior designs, or strategic design thinking, Marion Design Co. will hold your story with care. Located in downtown Marion, Indiana, reach out to hello at mariondesign.co. Find us at www.mariondesign.co or on our Instagram and Facebook pages. Hello and welcome to Where We Landed. I am Iris Brunner and with me today I have Alicia Hazelwood. Hello. And Kylie Jackson. Hey everybody. Hey yo. I didn't get to do it because I had to do <laughs> and it. And Iris hello. Brunner. <laughs> I mean, normally do. Do you guys catch yourself doing those hellos in other spaces? No. No. Oh, I do. <laughs> is that surprising? No. 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 Well, no. you probably have like the most natural. Mine is, hey, everybody. And I'm like, I, don't, I don't like walk into rooms like, hey, hey everybody. everybody. <laughs> well, there's a Simpsons character that does that too, right? Hey, everybody. <laughs> yes. I just I don't know totally his name. And now I'm not going to be able to. <laughs> I'm sorry. I did not mean to I, ruin that for you. I, hey, everybody. <laughs> I am Googling that later. And I'm going to ask Evan's assistant to create. Kylie in that character. Oh gosh, I'm so sorry, <laughs> Kylie. Oh All right, I'm sorry. We're, we're going to get us on track we'll here. We'll put in the show notes. Yeah, it'll be in the show notes. <laughs> so I'm going to get us on track. I got some questions that oh, I don't know that we need them, but guest, you are definitely James. Welcome to answer these questions as well. So I'm going to start with our first one, which is who is the happiest person you know and why? Silence. The happiest. Happiest. Oh, I have mine. I okay, have go mine. for it. Go for it. Um, and I'm going to happiest could also be interchanged with the most positive person sure. that you know. And mine is Michelle Bunker. Mm, we have had her on the one. show before, but she is literally like sunshine in a bottle and it is 100% authentic. 100%. Well, so you said Michelle and I thought you were going to say Michelle Peterson. Oh, oh yeah. So I'm going to go with too. Michelle Peterson. She is too. I'm going to steal it. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what I thought you were saying. Yes. So, the Michelles. It must Both be the thing. Michelles. Mine's yeah. Kayla Johnson. Oh, oh, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. Like she's good just all, like, I don't necessarily know that she's always like happy and bubbly and nothing ever gets to her, but she's like just genuinely the most content, joy, happy, joyful mm -hmm. person I know and just pours into everything that she does. That's really good. Much. I love that. Yeah. James, what do you, you think, got James? Um, well, I'm not going to pick Kayla Johnson, even though I've known Kayla Johnson since I was like. 10. Oh, so, um, we'll get into that later. <laughs> I like completely understand like where you're coming from. She's a very positive person. And as you said, like maybe not bubbly and stuff like that, but um, 
just radiates positivity. Yeah. yeah. She can dig it she can every dig time. It. She digs it. That's exactly okay. how I would describe it. Yep. I use that phrase all the time. Mm-hmm. If you didn't know that, I say, <laughs> I say that all the time. Just, we just I can met. Dig it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but my person, I think I have a, I have a friend named Peyton. Um, she's a teacher and I've described her to her face as a complete ray of, sh- of sunshine. Mm-hmm. She like is always smiling, always happy, you know, and you know, she's, she, you know, goes through things like as normal people do, but she does it like with a smile on her face and knowing that in the end is going to be something positive. And yeah. I, I've learned so much from her, um, just knowing her, just knowing how to go through adversity, knowing how to go through things and still be happy. Um, cause normally like I'm a pretty chill laid back guy. Like, you know, you don't really see me smile, but you don't really see me frown either. But, um, to be able to go through things like being happy still and being joyful, like having mm-hmm. like real joy. That's something completely different to me. And um, I commend her for that. For Sounds sure. like yeah. we need to meet her. Yeah. I know, She's right? Awesome. Add it to the so podcast. Awesome. Is she around here? <laughs> yes, yeah, she is. Okay. Add it to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we want to have her on. <laughs> All right. So next one is which of your friends would you never want to live with? Sorry, there's an absolute oh, there, but I kind of feel like that's a good absolute. You're going to make me name names. I'm yeah. just going to say all of them because like they don't want to live with me. That's a great all of answer. them. I, I don't like, I don't share space well. I, there was another podcast. Girl, same. Where, that's a right. great answer. Like, My answer was going to be Kylie. <laughs> <laughs> I will name names. Shots fired. I love her and we love each other, but I would never want to live with Kylie. She would hate me within the first 24 hours. <laughs> Like, get the hell out. I, is this like a social experiment? Should we do it? No. No? That's, yeah. All right. I don't, think I, mean, I, don't, I don't know that the podcast would survive. I, yeah, I want you guys, podcast aside, I want you guys to survive. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to copy Iris's answer just for the sake of not getting kicked out of my group. <laughs> none of you. I'm living with none of you. None of you. None don't of, like, like it. I'd love to live with all of you, but I can't, so I'm going to pick none. Nobody. <laughs> right. That is the, that Ooh, is the middle of the road. That's the correct there. answer. That is it the really correct is. answer. I love you all so much. I can't live with any of you. Yeah. See, instead, I was, instead I was you honest and authentic. <laughs> it's fine. It's I mean, it is. I mean, I am an extrovert. I am a slob. I am in and out all the time. I don't plan things well. Yes. Kylie is organized. My watch like, is telling me to breathe deep right now. <laughs> like, Just hearing that. Like, shut up. Uh, okay. Oh my so, goodness. I still Ooh. question why we are I question it more and more every day. <laughs> more and more every day. <laughs> All right. So in talking with James and in preparing for today, this question is just not just for you. But when I read this, I was like, oh, this is a good James question. Okay. Uh-oh. What movie has made the biggest impression on you? Ooh. Oh, okay. dun, dun, dun. I know mine and it's only because I know every single line of the movie and I don't necessarily know that it's made a big impression on me, but it's like my happy place. It's okay. Whenever I'm in a bad space, whatever I watch this movie, it makes me happy. And that's the princess bride. Hmm. Like I absolutely love that movie. There are moments in that movie that I see happening in the day and I'm like, okay, like that's, it just infiltrates all sorts of things in my life periodically. So I love that. I I feel like I consume too much. So it's hard for me to like pick one. That's not a bad thing. Well, and it's an absolute again. I mean, well, eh, this or that I want to say, but I know this joke is going to fall flat because I don't know if any of you guys have seen the movie, (laughs) 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 but I just watched um, the 
unbearable weight of massive talent or whatever with like Nicolas Cage in it. And, and they're joking about their top three favorite movies. And um, the character that Pedro Pascal plays says Paddington 2, which I've never <laughs> seen it. But I was going to say that. But anyways, I totally ruined the joke. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, successfully wow. dodged the question. Next. <laughs> James, did you want to answer? I don't know. Iris has been killing it. <laughs> <laughs> Like I made up answers. I could not have said that any better. Um, (laughs) Wow. Uh, For me, I would have to say the Rocky movies. Oh, Um, and it's specifically because I would say that I grew up with them. Um, They, I watched those when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think they're still some of the greatest films ever made. Um, Super relatable still. I mean, to a, context because i'm not a boxer mm-hmm. um yeah the overall theme i get right. it the yeah. overall theme mm-hmm. of just like you can do whatever you set your yeah. mind to mm-hmm. plus you know everybody remembers that soundtrack mm-hmm. all of them yeah. everybody remembers those so um and how many people yeah i was gonna say yeah. how many people when they visit philadelphia do they, that they scene do that, or they find the rocky statue yeah yeah, yeah. like it's it's timeless and yeah. um i don't know i'd say I don't want to say I'm a timeless kind of guy, but I definitely appreciate the classics. Mm-hmm. Um, and I appreciate when things are crafted well. And like, I've been learning, especially recently into my adulthood, just how important and precious those things are, like things that are crafted well and things are things that are made to like stand the test of time yeah. like that. Um, so I would have to say that. And I was like, I was super grateful because my dad um, really loved those movies too. So I was super grateful that he bought that DVD set so that we can, I could watch them. And I'm, I watched those things until they scratched. They were amazing. <laughs> <laughs> like, wore out the DVD. No, definitely, definitely. <laughs> definitely caused some problems though. Cause it meant if I can't have it, no one else can. <laughs> but, um, it was awesome. I, I still remember those days, like pretending to be the fighter, jumping around the couch and stuff like that. It was amazing. <laughs> That's Kylie, I still haven't thought of my answer all no. that time. Really? <laughs> no, I keep thinking of like movies I love, but I'm not like, like I don't know, like biggest impression on me. I yeah. don't know. I think the word impression throws me off too. Cause like, it feels like it needs to be something that's like inspired me. Yeah. Or, I mean like the movies that I like really know like. every single word to are like the American president, O brother and O brother art thou like, None of them, like neither one of those have like had a major impression on my life, but I've spent a lot of my life watching them. Like <laughs> I've seen the American president probably a hundred times. Really? I used to go to bed like in middle school. I went to bed every night watching the American president. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I got nothing. I'm like if we're talking about movies that you can quote, like mine would be Spaceballs. <laughs> I loved that movie. Lion King, like, right? Yeah, you know all the words too. Well, I had part of the soundtrack of the Princess Bride in my wedding, so that was nice. Like just that whole love story, and it always comes around. Right. So yeah, there's like just lots of stuff in that one. Yeah. So I'm just not sure about impression, but yeah, yeah, you get the idea. I get the American president. I don't know if I've ever seen it, so I'm gonna go watch it. Michael Douglas, Annette Bening. 
It's kind of like a precursor to the West Wing. Okay. Yeah. It has several of the same actors and mm. a few of the same like storylines and things like that. It's like it they're both it's written by Aaron Sorkin. Okay. Um, so, and he did it, it came out like in 1995. So So maybe I would have watched it, but I don't really remember it. And you're a huge West Wings fan, right? I am a big West Wing fan. Yeah. So So it's kind of a precursor, but it's a, uh, it's not like West Wing is a drama. The American president is a romance. Okay. Yep. So I guess I'll, you know, have my plan. I have my plans for my Friday (laughs) nights. You're welcome. <laughs> American president watching. at Kylie's house. <laughs> okay. Well, Alicia's not invited. <laughs> you can't live here. Yeah, you can come over in short bursts. <laughs> but you have Tiny. to go home. <laughs> yeah. <Tiny>. Okay, well. <laughs> really You're good. welcome. I have the pleasure today of introducing our guest. You've also already heard a little bit from him, but... Um, I have gotten to know James Bayoku a little bit um, in the just in the sense that our organizations work closely together on a lot of things. And so uh, we've worked together. um, We've met a a few times just getting to know each other better. He's involved with the Young Professionals Network. So um, I'll let I'll let longer young. (laughs) (laughs) I'll let him uh, introduce himself further. So, James, thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Oh, wow, that's awesome. We have some. Yeah. I came in with no expectations, so everything's everything's amazing. Everything's yes. blowing your mind. Yes. Uh, so, James, thanks for joining us. Uh, first question, how did you land here? How did I land here? Um, well, me landing here would take us back all the way back to, I would say, about 2006, um, where my father... Um, ended up getting a position at Indiana Wesleyan and um, my parents decided that we were all going to move there, um, which involved my oldest brother getting um, kind of transferring his plans to uh, go to college out in California um, to go into into Indiana Wesleyan. Um, It also involved a lengthy moving process between uh, my dad and my second older brother, um, moving out there and they lived, they lived together in like a house for a while before my mom and I came, came in 2007. And yeah, ever since then, how old were you then? I was nine years old. How does that make you guys feel? In 2007, (laughs) I was done with my master's degree in 2008. So So James was born the year you guys graduated. Yeah. I graduated in 98. When were you born, James? It's Nin- fine. Go ahead. 98. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Moving yeah. on. It was- that was payback for the I won't live with her. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry, no. James. Do you no, really you're sorry. good. Throwing it. Um, yeah. Throwing it way back there. Um, I barely, I think my earliest memories of moving to Indiana was it's dark. It's cold. What am I doing here? Um, <laughs> and you moved from, I don't think you mentioned where you moved oh, from. I moved here from Los Angeles, California, where I was born. Wow. Um, a lot of people have asked me over the years, what are you doing here? Um, and I think when I was a kid, I would chalk it up to, oh, my dad got a job at a college, but I would say it really like sparingly because I wasn't necessarily happy about it because it was probably January and like negative eight outside. Oh, it's like the You'd- worst culture shock ever, ever to move your child from LA to the middle of Indiana nowhere. 
But, but you also didn't have <laughs> much of a say in the matter. In either, the winter. So, Not at all. Yeah. None. Yeah, but it was a long a moving process. I couldn't wait an extra couple of months until it was nice. <laughs> I mean, so come you on. Don't, you don't know that living in LA. Living in LA, you could do whatever you want whenever you want. Yeah. Right. Because it's always going to be 75 and on a bad day it's 90, but that yeah. doesn't mean you still can't go outside. Right, yeah. Over here, it's like, okay, I, I literally can't switch houses down the street until April <laughs> because, <laughs> because we're going to slide if we drive. And the weather actually hurts your face. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Why do I live here? That's something that I never, I never understood. And then when I started like being an adult and actually like thinking about it, I was like, okay, well, if I'm going to like, you know, do this, that, and the other thing, I might not be able to do that right now. Like, mm -hmm. oh, and then that's when the phrase turned into like, oh, we'll just wait until it's warm out. Like, <laughs> and I was just like now you understand. Now I completely <laughs> yeah. understand. Yep. But um, yeah, so I moved here and it was very, very awkward at first. I had no idea what I was going to do. Um, but I was also seven years old and didn't really have any idea about how human right. development worked and how much like being here was actually going to shape um, my development. But it was great. Like I, I attribute a lot of the different things that I know now and that like I appreciate about life and about people from living here. Um, I appreciate food differently living here because in L.A. you have all types of stuff. But here, like I've actually learned about like what comfort food was. Oh, chicken and, and dumplings. Exactly. <laughs> yep, like, knew it. Knew it. You no, know, home cooked like home cooked food is way different here because here like they really like go to town for three days, like knowing you're coming Um and they do that still in L.A., but like I think, you know, Midwest, you know, semi-Southern um, family dynamics when it comes to food has been has been great. We like carbs on top of carbs yeah. on top like of carbs. Mashed, mashed potatoes with the but gravy the, and the pasta and the pasta <laughs> with the potato on the side. Like, right. <laughs> some corn. We, corn. We might throw in corn and we might throw in some protein. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. But no, I I love it. It's been it's been a. Uh, it's been a great experience and I, I am so thankful that I've been able to live here and grow up here and have the relationships that I do and be able to appreciate so many different things that, you know, I, I never really was able to experience, you know, like seasonal weather, like a lot of nature um, and just like a different dynamic of humanity. So like, I know what it means to like, you know, take it easy and actually really, um, take a drive like down like through the city and stuff like that really learn how to rest and um not really take things too seriously as well um so growing up here was definitely meant for me um and I'm grateful that I also still carry a lot of like the California mannerisms a lot of the California ways of speaking and um fashion sense like all that stuff so um <laughs> I would say the I'm best a, of both worlds. The best of yeah. both worlds. Like I've been able to do that, and I hope to continue to represent that That's too. A, yeah, Indiana is definitely not like the capital of the fashion world at all. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and I think we'll talk about that a little yeah. bit um, as we as we go along. But um, were your parents from Los Angeles? My mother was from Brooklyn. Is from um, she's from Brooklyn. My father is actually Nigerian. Okay, so he immigrated here. Um, I, I'm blanking on the year, but it was um, sometime I would say in like the 80s or something like that. I I really don't know. I, he, I hope he doesn't hear this because he's gonna get really upset. <laughs> um, but no, he came. So he came to New York, and that's where he met my mom, and then they um, eloped to California. Okay. So 
they came, you ended up then in Indiana because they were going to teach at Indiana Wesleyan. And a lot of people um, have commented in our community that um, families don't actually move here. They'll move to the Indianapolis area and then drive in for work. So did your family actually purchase here in the community? What school did you go to like high school at? You know, that kind of, what does that look like for you? Yeah. So we moved into the same house that they still live in right now. Oh, wow. Um, on the, in Marion. So, and we've, they've been here. We've been in that same house ever since. Um, I, and I get what you're saying about like living in like those different, more metropolitan communities. My parents did not do that. So, um, because also I get like my money saving side from my dad. So he, yeah. he, probably, he was like, look at that cost of living. We're going there. Like definitely he, he studied for a long time. I'm sh- and I'm sure he did, um, to prepare us to move here and also prepare us to be able to live sustainably here as well. So him moving to Marion in the exact house was the culmination of that entire process that probably spanned about a year yeah something like that so he he did it the right way i would say um i respect other other people who like choose to live in like those different communities because you know if the living's better then you live where you where you need to but for him to move into that side of town and stay there for 15 years through you know working at iwu then at, then eventually being moved to adjunct and then my mom getting her doctorate and all that stuff. Like we were still able to like live in the same house and mm-hmm. do the same things, live in the same community. That's huge. So, mm-hmm. you know, big ups to my dad for that. <laughs> my dad and my mom. <laughs> so does your mom teach as well? She is a uh, lecturer at IU Kokomo. Okay. And what are they, what do they, what are their areas of interest? So my dad taught some biblical studies, um, at IWU and he was mainly involved in like the community development field. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when he switched to adjunct, he was doing graduate level economics as well as some ministry things. My mom is an educator for um, like grade school special education. Nice. Oh. All right, cool. Yeah. cool. Um, so where, what school did you go to? What elementary? So my first school was Riverview mm-hmm. and then I did a year at Lakeview Christian before it, um, transitioned over to just elementary school. Um, and then I went to McCullough middle school, then Marion high school, then Indiana Wesleyan. Okay. All right. Why'd you get your degree in Indiana Wesleyan business management? Very so good. And is that where, journey. is that where you met Kayla then? Cause you, you mentioned that you knew Kayla Johnson since you were like 10. Oh yeah. She like, um, my dad was very, very like, he had very like intentional relationships with the students he had. So she was in community development and she was in community development. So like during different programs and stuff like that, maybe different like um, celebrations and stuff like that. Cause my dad, my dad would throw parties for his students at our house. Cause we got, we got a big backyard and he knows how to grill like nobody's business. (laughs) Um, Uh So he had students over like all the time. So I think Kayla definitely was one of the students who might, who came over, but also like, I just remember seeing her like out in the community when I was a kid. Cause I was roaming around Iwu when I was like, 11, 12, and even through <laughs> high school. Mm-hmm. Um, so she, I'd always knew who, known who she was, but I think it was like middle school and high school was when like we actually started like becoming friends. Yeah. Um, and then now it's like, she's like, hey, how's your parents doing? Like, yeah, how's your family and stuff like that. And yeah. it's kind of like, I think the first time that I started working like in this capacity and realized that she's like, like now working for the city and that we're gonna have to work together, I had to get through the fact that like, okay, it's okay. Like she's known <laughs> you since you were eight, but- <laughs> 
Like <laughs> we can still have a professional have relationship. A professional relationship. Like it's cool. She's not thinking of you as exactly. Or maybe she is. Maybe, but that's gonna know. have to be okay. But, <laughs> it's just gonna have to be okay. Yeah, but she's the coolest for sure. So yeah. like working with her has been probably one of the one of my favorite things is just like how much I know her. Um and just being able to work so well just because mm-hmm. like, you know, she's pretty much like family. Yeah. Very cool. That's awesome. awesome. So um, you were telling me a couple weeks ago about some of your um, modeling work. Oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> and oh, so you no. mentioned fashion earlier. Tell us a little bit about <laughs> uh, modeling. Uh, modeling was something that came about when I was in college. I think it was nearing the end of my freshman year. I had so I had this like really big head of hair. Um, it was big, long, curly. It was super messy. Um, it was basically, it basically looked like, say like I had like braids and like the day that I took them out, you know how like hair gets like real frizzy? <laughs> yeah. It basically looked like that. All the time. All the time. Yeah. Um, so I had this head of hair and I was working at the university library and um, I think her name then was Olivia Johnson. I think she's married now. Um, she came up to me, she was like, Hey, would you be interested in like doing a photo shoot for me? I'm doing a photo shoot about like curly hair. Um, and I was like, sure. Like, why not? I have curly hair. Let's do it. (laughs) Yeah. And it ended up being like one of the best experiences I've ever done. Like it was insane. Just like sit there, smile, have a good time. And then people take photos of you and they're, and because the people are so skilled in photography, they always turn out amazing. Um, so it was just awesome. It was an awesome experience. And it be, it was so easy for me to do. Like, it wasn't hard for me. Because most people, I think, they kind of struggle because they don't know. It's like, oh, what do I do with my hands? Like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know how to pose. You get a little insecure. And you start get a little, feeling a little like, oh, my gosh. Don't, we talked earlier what's about how face I gonna hate look like? yeah. being in front of a camera. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. I Definitely. don't like that. And I don't, I don't know why, but for me, like, there's just no... There's no fear in that. Like I just, I enjoy sitting in a place and just being myself. Like that's mm-hmm. why I love like media so much because um, a lot of the best things that I've heard, like from a media standpoint, whether it's modeling or movies or TV stuff like that is like, when people are being true to themselves and being authentic. So mm-hmm. getting a chance to do that in all my mess that I had on my head, um, <laughs> it was amazing. Um, so then I just started like just putting myself out there and saying like, Hey, do you need, um, do you need a model? Like, do you need somebody to model for you? I totally do it. And I started clearing my schedule just to make sure that I had time for it. Um, and then people just was more privy to that because I you know I had time and I wasn't asking for anything. So, um, and also I had friends in the photography uh, program too. So it was just really easy just to get those opportunities. And, um, all of a sudden I ended up in a fashion show. Um, I think it was my senior year. Yeah. I think it was like the no, it was my junior year, actually. The end of my junior year, I ended up in the Marion Design Co. fashion show that summer. Because, um, you know, my parents live in town, so I'm still in town. So, And they were looking for volunteers. So I threw my name in because I never I I never thought I'd see myself on a runway. And it was, again, the most. <laughs> or in Marion, Indiana. In Marion, <laughs> on a runway. <laughs> yeah. like a runway in Marion. That, like, would never yeah. happen. Um, Airport? Airport? Exactly. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like it's it it's one of those things where it was like if I don't do this I'm gonna regret it mm-hmm. so I just jumped in and it again the most amazing experience like the people at MDC is just are next level like mm-hmm. the photography was huge the outfits were great the venue was amazing um, 
So I just, I said, okay, let's do this again. So then the next year I just did, I did it again. And it was, again, just the whole experience was amazing. That time there was like an actual runway. And for the first time in my life, I wore eyeliner. I will never do that again. <laughs> um, Why not? It's just burned. Like, <laughs> it was, it was so itchy and it was so burning. Yes. Like, I was like, I cannot wait burning. to get this off my face. Like, itchy, you know, and burning. itchy and burning. I was like, I don't know what this is, but this is like, this is not okay. This is not okay. <laughs> um, get it off. Like it was, it was literally like, I, I think I cried for like 30 straight seconds and I was like, okay, I'm, I'm about to go on. I'm going to do it. I'm going to be strong. But as soon as I got off the stage, I was like, get this, like, get, get me a tissue. Like I'm, <laughs> like, I'm freaking out right now. Um, but yeah, but then it's just another testament to like how great that experience was, because yeah. I would have never been able to tell that story um, to wear the outfit that I did. And, and also just for the for the fact that, like, I got to wear something that um, sent a message mm -hmm. at the same time, because each show had a theme. So to be able to wear something that represents like a specific message, a specific value that the designer had was huge. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, it's like nonverbal communication, but to the max, like getting to represent something and get get to represent like a deeper vision and everything, I think was just amazing. So and I love art in all its forms. So to be able to be a part of that and be be art for what it is, I think was huge. So I'm still like I'm. If people, if somebody needed a model, I will still volunteer. Do it again. <laughs> like, You're I, in. I would do it all over again. Um, mm -hmm. Eyeliner and all. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. The, Definitely the job not calls that. for it. I, he said, "I'm a volunteer." Maybe, I get paid. That's my yeah. my hard line. That's like that's my. I now have like a have like a like a talking point and just be like, okay, I will do this, but no eyeliner. Like, you can give me some blush, maybe some eyebrows, but no no eyeliner. No I eyeliner. Well no, it's just it's just like so much fun. Like I I don't think if if somebody called me right now saying like, yo, hey, mm -hmm. we want you to model, like all you gotta do is wear this shirt and sit in the chair, I'm there pretty much. Like it's awesome. It's I never thought I'd be able to do something like that, but it's it's something that now like I will make time to do for sure. So did you think when you went to Indiana Wesleyan, you were graduating from there, did you have a vision of yourself still being in the community? Did you think you would go somewhere else and then get drawn back? How exactly did that look for you? That's yeah. a great question. Yeah. Honestly, me staying here was honestly just like because... Honestly, I, I just have to say it's because I was supposed to. I was supposed to get to this point. Um, because for me, being in the position that I have with the Growth Council and actually getting to work for the community that I've grown up in, for the people that I grew up with, that's something that, honestly, like people write movies about that. Um, so I think when I graduated and I tried every single way to get out, especially like <laughs> through COVID and trying to like even apply for jobs through COVID and stuff like that. And then ending up just like working my way up to this point. I can't deny that it was supposed to be, it was supposed to be this way. Um, and I'm again, just more than grateful just to be able to be in this position to really get a chance to really have a hands-on approach in helping people and help this community for sure. So as a, you're basically a lifer. You moved here pretty young. Yeah. 
Um, do you experience friends from high school who have graduated went off and you're talking to them on the phone or email or whatever? Texting, and they're like, text, texting, whatever. I know I'm old. <laughs> leave me alone. Snap, I Snapchat. still like to talk to people. <laughs> Snapchat. TikTok. Snapchat. Yeah. I'm, I'm like you though. Like, Marco Polo. I, if I need to talk to somebody, I'm going to, I'm going to call them. Like, yeah. especially like my family and stuff. Like, <laughs> we don't really, we don't text that often. Like I, I called my brother like a few days ago, honestly, just, just cause I had a question. I could have texted him, but yeah. I was like, Oh, I haven't talked to him in like a month. Let me talk. Mm-hmm. Let me call him real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Where we landed is supported today by Marion design co a social design studio whose mission is to create sustainable design solutions to magnify the powerful stories behind organizations, businesses, and individuals. We believe good design should be accessible to everyone. Our clients include Marion Health, Mississinawa Schools, Princeton University, the City of Marion, and more. With a combined 46 years of professional design experience, collaboration is critical to our empathic design solutions through graphic design, interior design, placemaking design, and design thinking. Whether it's branding, marketing, space planning, commercial or residential interior designs, or strategic design thinking, Marion Design Co. will hold your story with care. Located in downtown Marion, Indiana, reach out to hello at mariondesign.co. Find us at www.mariondesign.co or on our Instagram and Facebook pages. Do you do you get the comments of, oh, what are you doing there as if like something went wrong in your life to still be stuck here in Grant County? If so, like what's your response to that? What are the things that you always highlight um, about the community? I would say really like I chose to stay because I realized that leaving would be probably one of the hardest things that I've had to do. And it's honestly just because like through staying, I've developed probably the best support system I've ever been able to have in my life. Um, Because I mean, being without a job for virtually eight months through like COVID isolation wasn't easy. Um, And growing, growing through that and learning about, what I really wanted when it came to like an employment standpoint, learning about how I wanted to live my life as an adult, that was a very, very hard growing process. Mm -hmm. Um, And the people in my life that are based here, like 90% of them are based here. I wouldn't have gotten through that without them. I really wouldn't. So me staying here was honestly just because like, I know that if I stay here, I'm, I'm fortified in in a way that I wouldn't be anywhere else. Um, and also just the fact that like my parents aren't too far away. Um, and that's real huge for me too. Like I'm very, very close to my family and being able to continue to be close to them has been a really, really big, really, really big thing for me. Um, just as I'm getting older, like I'm 25 right now. Um, and I just realized like, you know, time just keeps passing, you know, and, um, getting to getting to be able to like call my mom and say, Hey, I'll see you on Saturday. Like you sure I'll dig that hole for you. Like that's really big for me. And I know it's really big for them too. Um, I guess the hardest part though, is the fact that like, I, I don't really see my brothers that often mm-hmm. and they're the ones that I'm closest with, but that's why phone calls are really important. Um, we try to have those as much as we can. And we try to make sure that we see each other, whether it's like random trips to Texas or um, just like sending a funny meme in the group chat or something like that. But being able to be, 
as close as I am to the people that I've really been able to pull real close and who've been able to support me through the tougher times when, you know, I was 24 living at home, not really sure what I want to do with my life to the times where I get to do a podcast and um, <laughs> talk about my life. Like, yeah. you know, those are things that I don't want to take those for granted. And I, I don't really want to let those go. Like I want to keep those for as long as I can. And where are your brothers? You mentioned Texas. So they're not in Texas. We just, we just travel a lot. Okay. <laughs> I was like, so explain to me where are the brothers, yeah. what does that look like? No, one of my brothers lives in um, like Raleigh, Durham, North Carolina, huh. um, which is a beautiful area. Yeah. Um, and then I have another brother in Philly right now. Um, Rocky, did you go and visit him? Of course, you got to go course. do it. I had to. <laughs> yeah. I, think I need to was, see the picture of you yeah. now, like the top of the stairs. <laughs> oh, I I didn't do it just like that. For me, I was like standing on top of a pillar with like one foot. It was like real weird. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the picture though. I, have I do have yeah. I'm yeah. a, I, I need to post that. I'm so bad at posting on, on social media. I, I really got to throw that up there. <laughs> um. So I, I was just going to ask, um, and it's one of the themes that I feel like we talk often about and it's, you know, the, the people in this community are usually what, what keeps us here and keeps us together. And you, you talk about building that support system, which I'm assuming, yes, your, your parents are part of it, but that's also, you know, you, you your support system is probably your people, the, the people that you like to spend your time with. How did you create that? Like, how did you go about finding that group? Oh, uh oh, this is going to be a good. He's answer. giggling already, yes. which makes me excited. This is funny because, well, like, I'm uh, so awkward. And the reason, <laughs> so yes. Well, the reason I asked that though is because you know we we talk about like people don't feel connected unless they find you know people to connect with. Right. And if you don't know how to do that, right? Like, there's no magic bullet. There's no magic pill that you take, and all of a sudden, oh, poof! Here's all my friends. Like, yeah. Um, I just love hearing how how that evolves and how that comes about. Um. This is, it's so interesting that you asked that because um, I have a lot of friends that I, I'm still connected with who are still here from college. Okay. But there was a time, like, I think it was post COVID, like right after COVID, that I was just like, just really, really looking for community. Yeah. Um, I knew I had friends all over the place and I knew like I was living with my parents, like my brothers weren't too far away. But, I kind of just felt alone. Like I felt alone for a while. Um, and I realized that I just really just needed that solid group of people. It didn't matter like who they were. Like I'm not selective when it can when it comes to like meeting people or things like that. Like I just knew that like I wanted to put myself in those situations to be able to meet new people because there were there's there are people here for me. Like I knew that. I knew in my gut I was like, there are people here for me and there are people here that want to support me who want to love on me and stuff like that. I just don't know where they are just yet. So, and it really just started like in my church community. Um, I don't, I, I tell this story all the time, but there's just a time, like I was going to my church and I really just didn't know why, like, I was like, why am I still here? Um, because I had grown up like going to church near my, my parents' house. And all of a sudden I bounced around through college and stuff like that. But I just landed at, um, uh, exit church, um, well, no, it's not exit. It's kingdom life, but they, they have services out of exit church um, in the evening. And I just remember going there. I got invited by like a really good friend of mine who's not even in the country anymore. Um, and I just remember thinking like, I don't know why I'm here. Like, I have no idea what I'm doing here at all. And then 
time just went on and I just got more and more connected. And then all of a sudden, like I'm, I started going to birthday parties. Like I just started like putting myself out there just saying like, Oh yeah, sure. I'll, I'll volunteer for this, that, and the other thing. And then, you know, then people just started getting to know me. And then that, that translated to like different conversations to say, Oh, I work at radiant health. Um, well back then it was, uh, Grant Blackford just saying like, Oh yeah, I know where that is. And stuff like that. I'd be like, Hey, do you want to go get, get some food? Like, sure. Um, and it's just like, it turned into like, Oh, this person now knows who I am. Let's develop that. And then just like making it a point just to, just to be open and just to say like, okay, I'm like, I don't, I don't really know anybody here, but I'm going to go to this, I'm going to go to this potluck or like this person's throwing a 4th of July thing. I know one person, let me just go and just let's just see what happens. And it's at those things. And it's like in putting myself out there, I've now been able to develop like my support system. So now there are people who I go to church with that I call probably like three, four times a month, like about anything. And it turns into like mentorship now. And it turns into just like really being able to count on them. Like in those situations, like there was, there was a time where, um, I left my house like in July, like two years ago, just cause like I was really just having a really tough go of it. I called my friend Tyler and he, he took me in for half a week just until I, I've had the strength, like the strength, my strength back to get back yeah. home. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's something that I can never repay him for that. Right. Like there are times where I've had late night calls with my other friend, Matt, just cause I was like struggling to make adult decisions. And I really had no idea where, where to, where to go or what to do in situations. And I remember him calling me at 10 o'clock at night. Um, and he's got kids, so you know what 10 o'clock means. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I was going to say, do you think Matt would let us call him when we're having a tough time making adult decisions? <laughs> because, um, I That's still a struggle with those. <laughs> yeah. To this day, mm -hmm. I still don't know if he was okay with me calling him. Oh, okay. Um, no. All right. <laughs> I, I love him. He loves me. And I, and he's definitely one that says like, yeah, if you, if you need help, you can call me. I will be free at nine. Mm -hmm. So we yeah. called and we talked, you know. Um, he, and he, in those times, like he really gave me what I needed. Tyler gave me what I needed. My best friend, Akeem give, gives me what I need, um, in times where I talk to him about things. And, um, I really just learned that like, if you put yourself out there and as well as you allow people to, if you allow people to trust you and you just open yourself up to say like, Hey, you can talk to me about whatever, but then also like you reciprocate that, that's, that turns into stuff that can't break. Mm -hmm. Because now you have like you guys' hearts are connected in a way that that is fortified by the bond that you have for, from support and from um, just a mutual love of the other person just as as a human and as a person. Mm -hmm. um, and that took time. That took like a lot of investment that th that took letting other people into my stuff and, you know, being involved in their stuff, too, like um yeah. And a lot of trust and stuff like that. But now those are the people that, you know, I can't, I can say like, I can't really live my life without them. Well, and I think that's the thing too. Like it's a two way street, right? Mm -hmm. Like when you're talking that's, I let them in to my life, but they let me into theirs too. As like well. it's mm -hmm. a two way, a two way relationship that it can't just be one direction all the time. Well, and uh, we were having a lunch one day with Scott and um, he kind of challenged the three of us and like wanted to know how we all became friends. And um, while Kylie and Alicia had a very memorable <laughs> <laughs> first meeting, I'm like, yes. I, we couldn't really pinpoint, right? Like 
kind of what well my with you I think we have ideas of how yeah. the how we have met but like the point is is that like we wouldn't do life without each other anymore yeah. well I mean yeah, I, you guys can choose if you don't want to do life with me, but I'm just going to tag along. I've already along. said I'm not living with Kylie, so. I, I'm I mean. just going to tag along, right? Does like, doing life, life mean living with them? Right. No, no, I don't no, want to okay. live okay. with no, Kylie, no. but I don't want to do life without Kylie. Right. That's, you know, that's, that's what 100%. I'm saying. So, okay. so when, when you find your tribe and I mean, and uh, you know, I, I think uh, not that I'm trying to like put everything out there, but like, I think at any given point, any of the three of us could pick up the phone and call each other Absolutely. and whatever's mm-hmm. happening. It's gather around. We'll, we'll do whatever we'll fix. We'll do whatever. So, exactly. but I think yeah. to, to go back to your point, like there's no like a formula for how right. that started. Right. Like, there isn't it's like all of a sudden we were just like, we're like, Oh, Hey, you like this? I like this. Let's go. I had, <laughs> I set your expectation with me real low from the jump. <laughs> so why you stuck around? I haven't figured out yet. Uh, <laughs> That's a either. story for another time, right? <laughs> those kind of relationships but, though, like those yeah. are, those are the ones that last forever. Mm-hmm. Just saying yeah, like, yeah. I don't know why you're still here, yeah. but like the fact that you're just still here. Right. It's amazing. It's just a built like mutual trust, right? Like, you know, uh, I know you guys always joke and, you know, you say Kylie always tells me to fix my face or, (laughs) you know, or we have a very authentic friendship. You tell her she told you to fix your face. No, no, no. She tells me to fix my face (laughs) because I don't hide things well. What she's thinking. I'll stop from saying it, but this doesn't. Doesn't, I resonate with you so much. But, but, but I will like, get text messages from Kylie at professional meetings that will just say, fix your face. <laughs> and I'm like, crap. So I'll fix my face. You're a real one for that. Right. Like. Or, or like, you know, uh, there's been a couple of, I've had a couple of mess ups. There's one mess up I have. And I text Kylie. I was like, oh my God. And she's like, no, here's a great solution. Right. So like we just, whatever, like there's just grace and there's love and vulnerability and sure. I'm sure we carry our own shame or whatever, but I'm sorry. I've made this about well, us. This is about you, James. No, but, <laughs> no I love you. Yeah. But it's kind of interesting in that I think relationally, yeah, in those situations, while I know I'm calling my friends for a judgment call, I don't think I'm doing something right or I don't know how to do something. So I am calling them literally for a judgment call. I need right. your help to judge this situation, right. positive or negative. I have a core group of friends that I know will tell me, even if it's what they know I don't want to hear. 100%. And yeah. that's the piece for me that I think, especially because Kylie and I are so different that I've always appreciated is that I've never had to worry about her trying to figure out some way to make it land soft because I don't need it to land soft. I just right. need it to land because I'm not calling if just I need it to be soft. Yeah. Yeah. And if 100%. you need it to land soft, you were calling the wrong, wrong person. person. I'll call Iris yeah. if I need it to land soft. No, 100%. <laughs> you know, but that's the thing. We build our networks that yeah. all right. has those people. Yeah you know, that can do that. But whether the answer may be the same from both of them, but how I need it to come across is then who I reach out to, right? you know, based on the space that I'm in. And that makes me wonder, like with you going to Indiana Wesley, and there's lots of people that are out and about now that have come in, went to school and then left, but they still have a connection with you. So when, when, or if they come back to visit or you go to visit them, what are the things that you encourage them to see or check out or like, Hey, this is really cool. and popping now in Grant County or, you know, what does that 
I'm dating myself. Stop Did you it. Just say poppin'? I I'm sorry. Okay, <laughs> listen. I'm sorry. I was I I, was I totally to pulled together. you from somewhere else. I had it. I was reading an email and I heard poppin'. You remember that non-judgment comment I made earlier? Not feeling it right now, James. Well, well, hey, was, Alicia, we're meeting with he's 25. We gotta act cool. I can't. I'm old. I was good until my I made eye contact oldest, with James and he busted me. I want, I want you to know son. I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing because I'm perfectly fine. You can laugh at me. My oldest son is 18. I know. Uh, okay, we've strayed here. Yes. And James. I tried to do a conversation. Okay, okay. okay. James, where, where are the places that you like to take people in Grant County? Uh, uh, I'm trying to bring it back. I'm trying, we're losing it. I try really hard, James. This is what I've got to work with. Okay, I'm just, I'm just going to say this right here. Y'all yep. don't have to worry about having to ask me like if I want to come back. Yeah. You just got to let me know. You're here. Like, okay. This is amazing. Good, good. Future guest host. Um, so but, what yeah. are those places? So, um, that's a, or know. things. Um, That's huge because... I think to people who are native here, it sounds like, oh, well, he's obviously going to go through that. But um, I'd say Matter Park is one is yeah. a huge one because mm -hmm. um, it seems like they're they're like continuing to develop that into like a real tourist destination. Mm -hmm. um, one of one things is immediately Indiana Wesleyan, just because I'm like I went to school sure. there. Um, the community about like in that area is very commercial, so it's really easy to take them around to like. TJ Maxx, if they're into that, mm -hmm. or, you know, to McAllister's or something like that. But also just like the south side of town is just really where a lot of um, commercial venture is. So it's really cool to show them like a lot of the growth, especially from yeah. maybe they went to college at Indian Wesleyan like a long time ago. Like, you know, my brother graduated from IWU 20... <laughs> Uh, it's gonna hurt for it's gonna hurt it's fine it was go a while ahead. ago go ahead go ahead <laughs> i think he graduated college 2014 oh. <laughs> something like that it's fine alicia it's fine um, it's fine i'm good i'm it's fine I'm so it's it's okay like i'm it's not okay it's it's totally it's totally fine it's it's totally fine yeah um it's fine, but it's okay <laughs> i will like no i I love Keep it. going. It's okay. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Where did the train go? <laughs> Whoa. Um, but no, like, I think just from Iwu, Iwu's perspective, like showing them the growth there and stuff like that. Um, you might not know this about me. I, I'm in Upland like six times a week. Yeah. Um, I'm, at, I'm on Taylor's campus like every single day just because like I joined the CrossFit gym there. So there's a CrossFit gym there? Yeah. 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 Like yeah. open to just. Open to community anybody? members. Anybody? What? I had no, I had no idea. And then cool. one of my good friends now, his name's Nathan. He literally invited me. It was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. But it was like, wow, this was excruciating. Can I come back tomorrow? Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, so my problem with a CrossFit gym at Taylor is that I would have to get Ivanhoe's every day after. <laughs> so it would just be like a net, a net, a net zero. 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 Yeah. <laughs> my, my uh, self control huge like <laughs> i i learned that real quick can you get to the crossfit gym without having to go past i don't know See, probably the, the beautiful to thing is that avoid. you can like you can drive past it stay in your car and just like <laughs> nope 
No, that's not true. <laughs> no, no, you can't. <laughs> At least they my, just... my car. <laughs> like, like, the way my diet is set up, as well as my bank account, I, I, I can't. Uh, I can't go there anymore. Okay. Um, I can't go there anyway. I love that. Uh, and my bank account. But like, it's yeah. I would show them the tailor because like I would. I'd love to show them like the duality of both of those places, while like they're both just so different. Um, and then. Also, I would show them probably like Spencer Avenue, mm-hmm. Euclid Avenue, um, the area by the hospital. I'd show them downtown, especially like um, nowadays, like when I would take people, take people around nowadays, like I'd love to show them like my office and just like where my office is like in comparison to like downtown and be like, oh, like this is also like CSA over here. Mm-hmm. Um, we have this uh, Star Financial branch over here. Um, and just drive them around to just, you know, show them like the downtown development as well, because it's really like, it's growing up. Like it's popping and there's so much opportunity. (laughs) I had to, I thought thought we had rounded back around. I had to, I knew you were going to say that. Honestly, when I I said it was growing, I was like, Oh, here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Predictable. Yeah. Easy joke. Easy joke. Easy, bad joke. It's easy. All right. Well, James, <laughs> it was <laughs> an adventure. Yeah. James, yeah. Are we, this is, I apologize it's to anyone amazing. still listening. Honestly. Um, what are you? Uh, <laughs> oh, I thought you were ending it. <laughs> no, I'm going to ask him what oh, okay. he's watching, oh, okay. uh, reading and listening to. Just to say, she's the one that made it awkward this time. And you're continuing to. <laughs> James. Um, this is a hard question because like I'm such like I'm such a consumer when it comes to media. Like yeah. all types of stuff. Like I was telling you earlier. Except for like, podcasts. Okay. I'm learning to get into that. Like But are you? Yeah, like a little bit. Like he will be as soon as he leaves. I, w- I will be. Yep. Yes. I've mm-hmm. learned. I've learned. It's like, a goal. Yes, <laughs> Learning. So what's what do you have? What what do you have? What seasons are streaming that you're like waiting for the next one to come out or like what shows? Movies, what movies? I will say next season that I'm waiting for is The Good Doctor. Okay. That show is amazing. Um and it's also like the things that they've done to like have inclusion when it comes to like um the autism spectrum, like different like um developmental disabilities and things like that and like how they've included that into the show um as well as like you know since it's like a medical drama they address like the covid crisis as well yeah um and the things that they've done in that show have been amazing right now i'm watching um the show with uh nathan his last name starts with an f um it's called the rookie that show's amazing as well um Nathan Fillion, something like that. Yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. Um, That show's amazing, but and that's one that I I started watching that show when I was in college. So um, those those shows have been were amazing, are still amazing. Um, Super happy for that. Um, I am halfway through the filmed musical Chicago right now. Oh, uh, with uh, Renee Zellweger. Uh-huh. And um, Catherine Zeta-Jones, yeah, and Richard Gere, and Richard, Richard Gere. Gere, yeah. Um, I don't know if I'm going to finish that. Oh, oh. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to finish it. Um, if anything, just for the music. Honestly, you yeah. know what? You're right. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> just for the music. I think yes. 
And also like, I'm not a quitter. So I'm not, I, I really just want <laughs> I really just want to say that I watched it and stuff like that. But like, I've actually been really, really into theater lately. So um, I think Denzel Washington has a movie on Apple TV plus, um, And I think it's Macbeth. Mm, so and, that sounds really good. And yeah. he's probably one of the greatest actors of all time. Yeah. And I started watching it, but I started watching it at like one thirty in the morning. Yeah, so I that's didn't, too late. That's a rough start. That's a, mm-hmm. it's a really rough start. Um, so I want to finish that when it comes to music, I'm, I'm trying to expand really. Um, cause I feel like I've been listening to the same things for like six months. So, um, I recently discovered the Oh Hellos, um, mm. really want to dive into that. Um, you're speaking Kylie's love language yeah, right I now. I love the Oh Hellos. They're great. Um, I'll get you a, a playlist of please. similar artists. Please. That would be amazing. Like Some Johnny Swim. Oh, I Drew, love Johnny Swim. Drew Holcomb. Heard of him too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, See? I love there that. There's the yeah. connection. Yeah. I, I love that. Um, what else? I don't know. Like I'm So right now, I have this goal to be a cinephile. Like I really want to just learn how like learn and experience film to a point to where I can be like, not really like a savant, but just like a aficionado um, per se. Um, so I've been watching like all different types of film and stuff like that. Um, and I want to do the same thing with music. Um, so like, I've been listening to like, you know, one day will be the Oh Hellos. The other day it'll be, you know, Led Zeppelin. Then the other day it could be, Aretha Franklin or something like that so like I really want to just encompass everything um there are there's genres of music like that I don't like I, I'm really not in the metal um I'm really not into country music unfortunately um but like I want to get to a point to where like even if there's stuff that I'm not really privy to that I respect it still yeah. mm-hmm. um same thing with like film and everything so um it's hard to say like, oh, this is what like I'm into right now because I really, I'm just into it all. Like yeah. I want to understand it like from like a holistic standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're definitely like my favorites. They're definitely like my go-tos and stuff. Like I definitely have a playlist that I go to when I'm driving or like when I'm working out and stuff like that. But I think to say that like I'm stuck on one thing, I'm not really like, I'm really open to anything. That's why like if people have film suggestions or, or music suggestions, you're going to go watch it. I'm yeah. going to, I'm going to mm-hmm. go watch it and mm-hmm. I will give you a detailed report as well. <laughs> I'll give you a detailed report. I feel like a little Leanna when she yeah. reads her books, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> like oh. the Trello boards about it. <laughs> right. Um, I want to sneak one question in. Is that sure. okay? Okay. Um, so, you know, you, you've spent all this time talking about you know, why Marion fits for you, why Grant County fits for you. Um, thinking in that context, this is going to be a Scott question, by the way, thinking in that context, um, you know, what are we missing or what do we need that would encourage, you know, um, students, uh, IWU students to stay? I mean, I know we have a, a healthy little group that does like to stay, but like we do still have a ton that are leaving. Or how do we encourage those Marion Giant um, graduates to come back and make Marion their home? Like what what are we missing? Like you have the passion, you feel it, you know it, you you know that this is where you're supposed to be. But how do how do we uh, develop that? Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, I got deep. Scott would be proud. Part of me. He'd be very proud. Part yeah. of me doesn't feel cool. Qualified to answer okay. that because for me like my situation was like an opportunity for me specifically opened mm-hmm. up mm-hmm. and it's and I think it's because of that that 
to say that I had a choice is almost not all the way true. Okay. Because like I had to do this, like for sure. Like I had to like come through and, you know, I feel like I was being developed for something like this. So that's a really, really hard question to answer. Okay. And especially like growing up here, this place already had everything that I had needed. Um, but I would say as a 25 year old, and this is the, that's the last time I'm going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, that part doesn't hurt as much as the actual years people graduate. <laughs> <laughs> because then you associate because it to I your Because I associate age, yeah. that to my age. <laughs> no, I get that. She's like, oh, where, where was I at that time? Oh no, I was... Oh, Oh yeah, it's that bad. <laughs> um, but like, as somebody who like grew up here and like pretty much already knew what was here, mm -hmm. I think just like being able to add and add to it. So I guess the expansion and the additions that have, that were made to Matter Park, I think if we take that from like a grand scheme and you like kind of divide it up into like okay, from inter entertainment, how do we develop and grow? Like when it comes to like commerce, like how do we develop and grow? So it's not necessarily like, oh, we're going to take these businesses out. It's like, how are we going to adapt them? But all at the same time, how are we going to bring in like the different things that um, not necessarily other places are doing, but that just like all builds off of that each other. all builds off of each other. Because if you look at like uh, other communities, their, their commerce and their like, not necessarily industrial, but like they're like shopping and like all that type of stuff, like it all flows in like a particular direction, whether it's like home goods or whether it's clothing or whether it's like luxury brands and stuff like that. Like there's always a direction. Um, so I think like getting, getting in that kind of like working flow to kind of get that direction, especially when it comes to, I think entertainment as well as like places just to sit um, and places for, for like people to commune. I think would be really huge because I think a lot of people my age are really just looking for places to, to just sit and be with people um, as well as to have different options for things to do um, and to have variety. Um, and I think, I think we're well on our way to doing that. I know for me, like I go months without leaving town um, just because like I have all my spots and you know, the, the County has everything I need. Um, but I think to really connect with like this next generation and the generations after that, I think it's like going to have to be like on a continual adapting basis for sure. I don't know if that answers really your question, but um, that's just kind of what I've seen. Yeah. It's just about bringing additional perspectives, right? Yes. Um, 100%. And, and making sure that we're looking through different lenses and not just assuming that my lens is the same lens that you're looking through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Grow, growth and adaptation, yeah. I think, is huge. And willingness to let other ideas come and speak. So I think I think mm -hmm. that's that's super important. So, well, James, thank you so, so, so much. This has been the best time. I don't even know how long we've been here. It feels like almost an hour. Almost an hour. Yeah. Look at that. It was the fastest hour ever and the best mm -hmm. hour. So um, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. I, ho I hope you made it to this point. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for tuning in and be sure to like and um, follow us on all the places that you consume podcasts. Um, and we'll see you next time. See ya. Bye. Today's podcast was engineered by Kyra Montero of Frequency Canvas.